theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston press to ATO. Three, two, one. Good, wonderful day to you, Quinn. How are you doing? Doing grand, my love. Excited to talk today about this topic. Yes, I think this is a deep one, but I love going deep. You know, let's uh, let's dig deep into our brains. Yeah, I think that, um, well, I'll start off with the quote that kind of is going to inspire this conversation. I'm not sure where it's going to go. Neither of us really do, but um, it basically just kind of really struck a chord with me. It was just pretty simple. Do not underestimate the power of being underestimated mm-hmm. or, you know, of underestimation in general. Right. Yeah. So the power of under being underestimated, I just think that that's a really interesting and powerful statement. Well, I think the first thing to bring up is no one likes feeling underestimated. Right. That's as though people aren't giving you the respect that you feel you deserve. Right. But it's flipping it in a weird way in which you're now rethinking it as, oh, there might actually be a lot of power in being in this position where others are underestimating my potential. Yeah, I actually think that there is. I really do. And I think that in a weird way, actually like establishing yourself, I wouldn't say establishing yourself, but actually being aware of, of knowing that you are underestimated in that current time Mm -hmm. and keeping with that is actually pretty powerful in of itself right Mm. because you're not trying to say hey i'm more valuable than what everyone thinks i am right i mean that's kind of i mean it's one of those things that's just earned it happens over time you know um but i also think it alludes to the fact that you know certain people who have a certain status maybe of celebrity or fame or whatever I mean, just because they have that doesn't mean anything, right? We're mm. kind of distinguishing hype and substance in a, in a way, right? right? If you're underestimated, there's actually a lot of, I do believe that there is a lot of power in that. I mean, yeah. that means like... There's, it means there's no hype. Well, there's no <laughs> hype for sure, but then that also means that there's a lot more potential. I mean, I have all, I've really, ever since like high school, have always been really aware of never wanting to peak, mm. actually getting all the way to the top, right? Because I think that life is better basically a journey, you know? And I think that there's, there's a lot of power in being humble and people Mm -hmm. not knowing exactly what you do, but then finding out later. Right. Mm. I mean, it's one of the reasons why, you know, we don't really like to, we, when we're in a a social conversation, meeting new people, the first thing we say is not like, Hey, we have a PhD. Mm -hmm. They will eventually find that out. Right. But I actually find it interesting when someone's engaging with you and if they're just looking for who do you know, what do you have? Why are you here? And stuff like that for surface level reasons, maybe because, yeah, they just want, there's clout there to be mm-hmm. had, right? Yeah. And they're, they don't see any value in you at the moment. Well, mm-hmm. cool. That actually gives me a lot of information mm-hmm. about you, oh, right? That's interesting. Wave. Like, because why wouldn't you be open to talking to someone who is a nobody? Hmm. You know, like to me, I always, I, you, I know you feel the same way as treat everyone with the same level of respect. I don't care who you are, right? For sure. You're, we're all humans. You treat the janitor the exact same way you treat the CEO. I think that's how it should always be, right? We're all humans. We all deserve that unless something, you know, someone does something really bad to us or is, you know, whatever. Right. But I think that the power of underestimation comes from what can you really learn when you are just when all eyes are not on you, what can you mm-hmm. do when all eyes are not on you? Like you can actually do a lot. There's a lot less pressure, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of power in like having 
like minimal expectations. People don't know who you are. Yeah. So you can all of a sudden come out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. To me, it's more like uh, the cat. You know, the cat in the night is sneaking and doing his own strategy before he makes his move. And by the cat blending in or not being seen for what he's about to do, it gives him that power to be more likely to succeed in catching the mouse or whatever it is that he's attempt or she is trying to, to acquire at that moment. And so it is an interesting thing because I want to go back to the idea of like, it doesn't feel good to be underestimated. Right. Sometimes it hurts and sometimes you feel as though you're being stepped on. You know, there's a few times recently where I was like, you know what? They just have zero respect for me. Like I'm not even freaking human. I'm not even there. And they unintentionally, I don't think that they're purposely trying to be rude, but I think they're trying to achieve their goal. And by ignoring me, it helps them further their progress, you know, rather than having to, slow down their pace they just keep walking straight forward does yeah, that make sense 100 percent. and when that occurs that that does hurt i yeah. mean in all honesty to anyone it, it does hurt to your core when you're just like you know you're you're amongst a lot of people and you're just walking through the middle and everyone's in their own space and no one even notices that you're around yeah that's not a good feeling for anyone but that also can be flipped where it could be an advantage if you're thinking strategically about what it is that you're trying to achieve in that room, in the area where no one's even noticing you. Everyone's like running to the fame. Yep. You know, who's, who's the most famous? I want to run over there, get a picture with them, give myself legitimacy. Yeah, but what about the people who are really like key people in this room that no one even is looking at? That might be the bigger opportunity. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's a fun play on word. And I, and I think it's important for us, you and I, Quinn, to remind ourselves of this quote, because it's like failures in the bank. You, you remind yourself that failures are an inevitable part of it. Respect is something you're not always going to get. And you just got to flip it. You, you put the failures in, eventually you're going to get a win. You, you feel as though you're undervalued. Yeah, but there's there's a benefit to that. It's almost like flipping it all it upside is. down to make you feel better and continue to progress forward. Yeah, and I think it's 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 definitely making you feel better, but it's even beyond that. It's almost like actually encouraging people to empower themselves with being underestimated, right? right. And I think that, you know, as we've leaned into this digital world and uh, this world of, of, of blockchain and cryptocurrency, the people who have been in it for a while are synonymous for a reason. Like they don't really want everyone to know who they are. They might mm-hmm. be people with a platform online where people are like, okay, this guy, this guy or girl is like the real deal or whatever. Right. And that has a lot to do with PR maybe sometimes. And maybe sometimes it's just like legitimately from the ground up. They've been here and people know who they are. But when you step out, it's, I think it's really important to emphasize because last week when we were out in the real world, it's so different. Hmm. We've been in the digital world for so long, right? All of us locked in and we, and we have definitely been leaning into this world digitally. But when you go out into the real world, you don't know who anyone is, mm. really. I mean, there are some people who obviously, they show their face, they're not synonymous, they're very much well-known for what they've done, mm-hmm. right? And so those are the people, yeah, people want to go to them and they want to take pictures for whatever reason with that person. 
to gain some sort of legitimacy or not. But I think that there's something really powerful about the fact that there are some really influential people in the community that if you saw them in real life, you would have no idea who they are. Yeah. And I think that there's something empowering about that, that like they can still sit in a room and no one knows who the heck they are, but they're a Bitcoin core developer. Yeah. Like, wow. There's no Bitcoin without the core developers people. Like really, who do you really care about? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's, but there's something about this community that I really love where it's like, you know, staying humble and staying synonymous is actually a good thing yeah. because when you're in real life, I mean, who, the way people treat you, um, if they treat you with respect, regardless of who you are, like we always said, like, you don't, you never know who you're talking to. Mm. You know, last week we said that all the time it was like, I don't know who anyone looks like. Cause no one actually uses their real photo in this, <laughs> in this realm. Yeah. So there's a lot of beauty in that there is, but I mean, I feel like why wouldn't you be kind to everyone regardless of who they are, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I, th- I just, I think that there is, there's the power I think lies in honestly being able to see how others treat you Mm. right because if you really do know the power of what you're creating and what you're going to do and all that stuff you really have to have some intrinsic confidence in yourself right Mm -hmm. that this is this is i'm gonna do this eventually you know whatever but you have to be intrinsically motivated inside it's not for any external right right i think that the true most authentic motivations come from you just knowing you can do this. It's efficacy, you yeah, know, yeah. that I know I can do this and I don't necessarily need a whole bunch of hype or fame around me to actually get this done. Right. It is odd that like for me, I, it makes sense, but it's so foreign to me, the idea of craving or d- the desire to acquire fame and become a celebrity. Yeah. That to me just brings a lot more problems and you can in my opinion, make a larger impact without having to do so. To me, that's a negative outcome in being uh, successful and making a dent in the world. Yeah. And a lot of people view that's necessary in order for me to make a significant dent in the world. Yeah. And I think that there's, if you, if you view it in the format of, you know, let's make the dent, and if that comes, that's an, an outcome that you can't control, then when you're looking at the room, you know, if you're, if you're in a room with a lot of people, you can kind of quickly understand who wanted the fame first and who wanted the dent yeah. and in which order was it. And those who, uh, I, I would say typically those who were underestimated, if you just enter the room, those were the ones who went dent first, then yeah. the celebrity came versus the fame they viewed was the first step in order to make the impact it it's like you know when we started life out of the box the the earlier phase of going to create a social venture everyone was telling us you got to make a lot of money and then Mm. you can make a positive impact well i think that you could do the opposite way you know i think you can make a positive impact and then it can grow and it can and then you get more resources to do more you know and i think all of this underestimating uh idea the power in being underestimated is just forcing me to reflect on the internal motivation and uh, why do you want the fame? Why do you want to, do you need that initial, because it's really not necessarily giving respect. It's almost just like, it's almost like a, I don't want to say it's selfish, but like, why do you want someone to come up to you and be like, oh, really, it feels good. It does. But it doesn't really help contribute to anything. What really does help contribute to 
making a positive impact is actually uh, doing it. Yeah. Doing it. And then something comes out of it. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of going to these academic conferences and some people walking around, they're like huge celebrities. They're like, oh my gosh, you've, you created this theory that everyone uses today and is taught in universities all around the world. You're forever going to be cited. Da, 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 da. Right when they leave the hotel, no one knows who they are. Yeah. They're, they are nobodies. But right when they enter, some of them are so big that people want their autograph. Yeah. All depends on which realm you're in. And I think that that's important. You know, you just got to, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of just being humble. It, it really is. And like you said, you know, when someone treats you in a way where it's like, who are you? I don't really care about you. It's like, to me, I'm like, okay, I'll remember that. Cause Ooh. yeah, I'll remember that. See, I'm putting that. Pretty smooth. I'm putting that in my in my back pocket. If you just treated me that way, I now see you. You yeah. don't know that I just because I, I saw you. Yeah. You didn't see me, but now I know how you treated me. Regardless of our next interaction, yeah. I know something about you that maybe you didn't want me to know. Right. Yeah. Um, Actions speak louder than words. They really, really do. And so, I mean, when we're talking about fame, and we, you, when you're actually around people who have acquired some sort of status and fame, it actually, to me, it gets me kind of sad, like when I'm hmm. actually around it, because it's like the, it's hard to trust other people, right? You don't know who to trust. Definitely. You have to have security around you for whatever reason. Like it, that to me, that's not a very fun way to live. I would like to live in a world where I'm just walking around and no one knows who the heck I am, yeah. right? And just being nice and kind and you find your communities, you go in there because you're working on something together, you know? But I think that, um, the power of underestimation, I, there's a lot of a lot there, but I do think part of it is also understanding who you are, really mm-hmm. understanding that you do know your own potential and your own value. Yeah. But that also, like, you can come out of out of nowhere all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? That there, that by being underestimated, there's so much more potential there. Yeah. So the but the only way you can really achieve the power of being underestimated is if you if you're going into a situation with some type of goal or some type of strategy. It doesn't matter if no one sees the cat, if the cat's not trying to get the mouse. Right. You know what I mean? It's true. So you have to at least know what it is. And it could be on the most, you know, basic level, you know, really high level uh, vision of motives. It could be really broad, but you got to have something in there that you're it, you're striving to achieve at some yeah. point. So it might it might be as broad as I'm trying to, um, you know, get more familiar with this new technology. I'm trying to make this much money to help uh, build a school in this place. So that would be an ex- a specific example, or it could be very broad. But you have to have a goal, or else it doesn't matter at all that you're just being stepped on. Right. You know? And Therefore, when you're being stepped on, you got to remember that and then move accordingly, taking that action of someone else's into account to benefit yourself. Yeah, that's well said. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It definitely does. I I would also say, you know, this has also been an interesting time for for us as you, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, you know, we've gone through lots of different phases and trying to figure out what is the next thing for us. And we're very happy and comfortable in, in the position and the lane that we're in and we're continuing yeah. to lean into. And we're sharing a lot, we're all sharing, that with you guys first. It, yeah, yeah, with you guys first, but we don't share that pretty much anywhere else. We don't. No. We decided to intentionally not market this. We don't mm-hmm. want to. We've made that decision and we're super confident and very comfortable with that. We don't right. actually want 
a whole bunch of people listening to this who don't really, you know, to, to me, it's also when people ask like, well, what do you do? Like, what are you doing? What's, what are you guys, what are you guys up to now? Well, it's not like we're trying to hide anything, but it's also like, we're, we're, we're still getting there. There's a journey to getting there. I mean, mm-hmm. people want to know you've already done this. Like, you know, especially after, you know, we graduate with, uh, from, from our, uh, doctoral programs, it was like, well, what's next? That's mm-hmm. the constant question. It's like, what are you doing next? Like there's this like expectation and because we don't really answer it directly, I think no. that people are like, well, I don't know, you know, what are they well, actually doing? But it, it, there's some elusiveness to that. But I, but that, that's, that's intentional. Yeah. I think it is powerful. I think it's it is intentional for us to do so. Yeah. Yeah. It, I it think is. so. I, I 100% agree. It, there is a reason why we didn't choose the easy route. The easy route gives the easy answer. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, we're going academic job. We got a job at this place. Okay, that's great. You know, probably next few questions from whoever it is like, okay, I, I now can guess how much you're going to make or I know you're going to be well off. And then what's next? Oh, you have a kid, you have a dog, you go buy a house. Da, 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 da. It's yeah. a very straightforward path. The ones that I'm interested in are the ones who are going and doing things that they're, they're creating their own path. Yes, yes. And more often than not, I've found that if the person, if you're in a conversation with someone and it's almost so easy for them to explain what they do, not only is that less interesting to me, but more often than not, it's not necessarily the most successful route for them to reach beyond what they believe in themselves. Ooh, that's interesting. That was a little deep, but and I am kind of going off on the edge with that one. But in general, I think that if you can just say your job, your career path in a sentence, and there is no elusiveness to it, then it could be that it's, you're, you, you haven't, it's, it's too simple for me. Yeah. It's too simple. Now, it does go on the other side of things where, this could be like a, a curvilinear U-shaped curve again, yeah. where if you are about, you know, beating around the bush and maybe you don't have the perfect answer and it's very elusive, it could be that you really don't have anything going. Yeah, that's true. And that is, that's a little sad. You got to go figure something. Yeah. But for us, I wouldn't say that we're as much of lost as we are embracing the idea of entering the unknown. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, we, it's not like we're, we are not lost. We are certainly on a path and we also know that this stuff takes time. Right. Yes, that's and important. It's really important. And it's also important to be honest. Like you said, like no beating around the bush. It's not like we're not being honest. The truth is, is we don't have a position that's easily categorized by most people, which honestly, again, my research was how do people process information? Well, the majority of people want to categorize things easily mm. so that they can move on to whatever is more important to them. Right. Well said. So Dr. When, Button. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, but I, but when, so that's basically the desire from the external. So if mm-hmm. someone's saying, what do you do again, just to remind you my least favorite question that I never ask anyone, yeah. I intentionally don't try ever want, to. I try not to the, the best I can. But you know, when, when that's being asked, it's because they just want to easily understand and categorize you so they can navigate through whatever conversation happens next. Right. And so, but to us, yeah, the more complicated it is or the more difficult it is to explain, doesn't that, I mean, it just makes for a better conversation in general. Right. right? And and, and often you find that the more complicated or difficult it is, the more difficult it is to explain the more likely that 
there's something of great potential there. Right. But you, it, it, like I said, it's a U-shaped curve. So it could be that they really are lost. How do you differentiate those that are really lost or those that are on their own path towards the moon? Yeah. I, I think in one variable, it would be hard work. Yeah. Hard work. If you're creating your own path and you are working your butt off, yeah. that is the extra variable. So if you can find someone who maybe is having a little bit of a, their answer to like, what is it that you do? Or what's, what's your job? What are you, what are you doing here? If it's elusive, but then you find, figure out in some way or another that they work their butt off. Boom. That's the magic ingredient. That's one of the things I think is most powerful about the PhD. Your grandpa said it to me before you even joined the doctorate program. And I was just in probably semester one or two. And he goes, a PhD always indicates to me that 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 you worked your butt off you can put your head down grind just never stop kind of attitude so you get the little blend of a phd you're proving that you worked your ass off and that you i think more often than not if you got one it's 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 within you yeah. you're going to keep working hard so you prove that you can work hard and that you are working hard blend that with elusiveness Whoop, that's a little radar to me. I'm running towards you. If me I find too. someone who's yeah. like that, that's the person I'm sprinting towards. I agree. I would also add that if you have this or you've done this or you've created this, like PhD or you've created a business and yeah. you're doing something else now, and then you're you're basically saying, yeah, but now I'm kind of in a, like we could have gone academic tenure. Yeah. Nope. We're P- we have our PhDs and we're using them in a very different way. It's just the road insta- less traveled. It is a different. It's a different thing. And I, I'll I'll just say too. One of the things that we've had the great opportunity to to be able to talk with some people who like have achieved so many amazing things. Like we've we've talked about like George Gilder who wrote Life After Google when mm-hmm. we got to meet him and he was really so instrumental in kind of basically introducing us into the world of of a blockchain and whatnot during our our doctorate programs, but. You know, him and a lot of other people, the, my favorite individuals who have achieved greatness are the ones who don't just come out giving all their accolades. That's like right. they like to actually engage and just talk on a, on a basic level with people. And just when people say, well, what have you done? They kind of they kind of almost beat around the bush. And actually, then you go look them up and you're like, whoa, that they've actually done an ama- amazing, some amazing things. Well, right. It's like, How do you pick one? You know, yeah. like George Gilder. Would you call him an author first, an economist first? You know, a public speaker, a public speaker. He, he, which one should he pick? Should he pick the one that he's in that role of right at that moment? Or should he pick the one that he identifies with the most? But that then dilutes all the other ones. Yeah. And so I could see how he would have a difficult time. The other thing about these, those individuals that you labeled and, and us as well is like, it's so key. You gotta be humble. Yeah. Be it to embrace being undervalued and then later allow it to come through allow yeah. the, the actions of either you or others to speak for you yeah. you don't want to be the one who's yelling out loud hey look at me this is what i did the best move is other people saying to other people dude look at them look at what they did or whoa look at them they're doing something incredible and yeah. they're seeing it in real time. That is the way you want to be presented. Totally. Agree. And in doing so, now you are an undervalued asset that now people are starting to value and and, and that just leads to massive opportunities long term. Yeah, and I, I do think though also just thinking about anecdotally, like how do you really come to respect someone? I think to hmm. me at least it's, 
you started from the bottom and now you're here, right? It's like, <laughs> I know it's the Drake song, but I do feel like, you know, you're underestimated, you're humble or whatever. Yeah. People just don't know who you are. And then all of a sudden you see yeah. that person doing awesome things, not because they told you, hey, promoting, promote, promote. You know, I mean, right. some of the best conversations, again, also are you have a conversation and by the end of it, you're like, can, can we stay in touch somehow? You know, right, it's not yeah. like it doesn't start off as, hey, I'm so-and-so and you should follow me or a promote, you know, promote, promote, promote. Right. I'm super cautious of anyone who is right off the bat, like saying, hey, follow me, do this. I do this, you know, like very yeah. loud. Intentions are there. so key. Yeah. You know, we've worked, we've worked at the Concord a few times and I'll be straight honest. There's been a few interns who all they were trying to do was get a job with like Lamborghini. Yeah, I know. Or trying to get a job with Mercedes travel classic car team. And when they're coming up to you and telling you like, oh my God, I just met this person, this person. It's like, dude, what are you doing? You are the best route for you to do, to get that. If that's your goal, if that's your intention, your motive, then let your actions speak really loud. Be the person who worked harder than everyone. Be the person who those head CEOs aren't meeting because you're you're like trying to sneak over there and like to be like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. How are you? Da, da, da. Yeah. Be the person where they're like, yo, who's that? Yeah. Who's that person? Yeah. Working their butt off, running around, doing this that I see everywhere. Yeah. And they look like they're the hardest person that are hardest working person in this whole facility. Yeah. I want to meet that person. Well, if said. you get it to the point where they want to meet you, massive achievement. And so there is a power in entering at the lower level. Yeah. No one wants to hear a story of someone at the top stayed at the top. You want to hear someone entered as an intern and then worked their little booty off. And all of a sudden, bada bing, bada boom. Yep. You're, they're now the CEO of Lamborghini. I mean, yeah. that's the ideal ending to for the story. Sure, for sure. Well, like you said, like, actions speak louder than words. And don't for a second think that you can actually fake the hard work. I mm, think that to that's me, interesting. that is so obvious to me. At least, And, and if it's obvious to me, it's got to be obvious to a lot of other people who hmm. I love observing, right? I observe and I think a lot of other people in this world, like you really cannot fake hard work. You either right. are or you're the last thing you want to do is sh- shoulder surf, right? Like, of course, if you want to meet someone, you know, because you've been working really hard, that's okay. Figure out how to do that the best. And I think we even have a whole episode of like how to actually network properly, right? But mm-hmm. I think the thing is, is there's no substitution for hard work and your right. actions will speak louder than the words. And truly, if you're an intern working for, for like, yeah, like you said, the Concord, an intern or a an volunteer. intern or a volunteer or wh- whatever it is, you're just as long as you're working hard, people will notice. Mm-hmm. They will. And well, it's it, not just people will notice. It's those who actually can really clearly see what hard work is. Yeah. Are those that are at the top because you only get to the top if you really put in hard work. Yeah. No one got to the top. Well, I guess some people get yeah. to the top just because they're at the top because they inherited or it, yeah, etc. But the real deal people, the, the, the people that we admire the most, yeah. they know true hard work because they got to where they are in doing that exactly. So when they're seeing it, it makes a lot of sense. It clicks mm-hmm. and it becomes now they're the hunter rather than being the hunted. Yes. I, that's that's no, a little weird. No, I like that. I think that the truth is, is again, hard work pays off no matter what you do, whether people see it or not. And right. I like one of my favorite quotes is like your character is what you do when no one's looking yeah so are you working hard just to show that 
show other people that you're working hard. No, you should be working hard because you know working hard pays off eventually. It might not pay off that day, that yeah, week, or that, in that moment month. that you're doing the hard exactly. work. Exactly. It might take a little bit of time, but you just should know that that really does pay off. And that's your character. That's your real mm-hmm. deal character. And so, um, I don't know, just to kind of bring it back though, too, I just think that, you know, the, the power of underestimation is, is real. And so just consider that, like, if you've ever felt like, wow, I just feel like I'm not completely valued here, whatever it is, just think about like, well, how can I actually empower myself with this? Yeah. Right. There are some things where this seemingly negative, you know, ego hurting aspect of life of being underestimated by other yeah. people this could actually be an empowering force to, to push you forward mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways that you might not see yeah. right off the bat. Just have a goal. Always work hard. Stay humble. Yeah. And embrace being underestimated whenever you feel like you're being stepped on. Yeah. And in doing so, with the right strategy, and you put the pieces together, you'll achieve things beyond what you believe you can. Exactly. I sincerely believe that. And I just also want to conclude with just, again, it's so important treat everyone with respect who mm. you meet. Like it doesn't matter. I don't care what the status is. If you treat everyone with kindness, you know, I, I think that that also pays off tenfold. I and agree. and I, honestly, if you do that from the beginning, don't ever forget when you were us underestimated what that felt like. So when you get to the top, you're treating everyone below you with just as much respect as you did when you were right there too. Right. It's a great habit. It's, I mean, just we need more kindness in this world and i feel like if that's something that's rare then embrace that too Mm -hmm. kindness is a superpower so absolutely and working hard is too so that was a really interesting conversation that was fun we got deep quick we got deep pretty quick hope you guys enjoyed it we'll talk to you tomorrow looking forward to it talk to you then Bye.